going on, everybody? Wah, 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 wah. We are back. Back, back. better than ever. Cheers from the press box. I'm Brennan Tassif, joined as always by my co-host, good buddy, the oh. one and only Headphone Joe. What's back up, Back from a relaxing weekend on vacation, buddy. How are you feeling? Good, man. Went out to the Hamptons because I'm a fucking one of those guys. Look at you. Drive it up north for the summer. Yeah, we went uh, out to the Hamptons, Savannah and I. It was a great time. Uh, full disclosure, uh, we had planned on recording, and I <laughs> fucked up my alarm and overslept. So whatever. Yeah, I was going to shoot you the bail, man. You didn't have to reveal Nah, that. you know me. I'll always call <laughs> myself out. So if you are new to the show or you've forgotten how we've done this in the week we've been off, a quick rundown of the show. First, we're going to start off with some of the biggest topics and some of the biggest sports around the country. Joe and I will go back and forth about some of those things. And then we have the quick hits, which are quick, quick, quick uh, topics in tertiary sports, kind of outer sports. Joe loves his WNBA, so that might come up. And then a new programming note for all the listeners, the walk off. You guys don't hold us hostage for the walk off. (laughs) When we first started doing the show, I'm a very... Uh, wordy, long-winded. I wax poetic. And uh, I was like, oh, that's a great idea. I'm going to write all these emotional, like super heavy things. And then it became homework. And that's not fun. So also, we gave like 52 of our best stuff like that first yeah, year. Right out of the gate. Yeah. No misses, like all fucking straight shots. Like, come on. Me crying like every week. Uh, so moving forward. Well, the new uh, programming note is, is we will do a walk off if we are so inclined or moved to do a walk off. As in this week, I have a walk off. Joe doesn't have a walk off. It's no big deal. Don't come at us or you can. We don't really care because we know it's all love. But uh, yeah, so the walk off is going to be so that way when we do the walk off, it'll actually mean something a little bit more than just just trying to force feed something. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll do the press comments. We'll pedal our wares. But we're going to start this week the same way we do every week. Joe! Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. Here we go. We are talking the NBA. The playoffs are upon us. Football is taking a back seat. Uh, Again, this week, Joe, our guy, our man. I believe I had this. Gotta stop doing this. I I didn't have (laughs) Phoenix going to the finals. Everybody knows that. I had Golden State. Phoenix loses to Dallas in Phoenix. In Phoenix. Game Game seven. Seven. By 30. At one point, they were down by 42. It was ugly. Let's just say that. It was. And I, I, I mean this with no hyperbole in all sincerity. It was it was embarrassing. Certainly, certainly. Um, so <laughs> uh Brett, uh life update. I just got a gym membership, right? <clears throat> oh, shouts out. There's no like outdoor courts or whatnot. And this weekend I was like, I need to shoot ball. I need to play ball. So I got a gym membership. Ball and is life. Ball is life, you know this. Um, I'm leaving the gym. And I have like three. Te- I went pretty late in the day and I got like three text messages, one couple from my brothers and then one from my coworker. Shout out to Brian. And everything is about the sons. Everybody's like, this is embarrassing. This is how is this happened? And I'm like, the fuck is what are they talking about? I was like, the game like just started like 20 minutes ago. I haven't missed that much of the game, have I? I look at my phone, it's halftime, 57 to 27. And I was like, this has to be a typo on ESPN. No way. This is 57 to 27. And Luca has like 27 already at this point. Yeah, at the half. I'm like, no, this is obviously a typo. I'm sure Somebody everybody saw wrong. Luca had as many points as the entire Phoenix Suns roster by halftime. <laughs> And then at the start of the third quarter, he hits a three, and then he has more than the yeah. entire Phoenix roster. <clears throat> So, yeah, it it was, um, man, I feel like an idiot because I think after game one, I was like, oh, this is going to be a full sweep. Like, it didn't look like Dallas had uh, the gumption. Brunson and Dinwiddie didn't seem to be able to reproduce what they were doing in the series prior. Um, And then 
Chris Paul, it appears, I don't know if it's his age. They say he has an injury now. Left um, quad is what they're saying. Devin Booker and his injury already that he was coming into the series with. Uh, and then Aiden's contract situation maybe came to a head. Shockingly at this point uh, in the in the season. And then they couldn't get enough out of their other guys. Jalen, uh, not Jalen, but um, Miles Bridges. I can't even single they're anybody not even out. Campaign I, say, I can't even sing. Yeah, they're not even playing campaign anymore. I can't single anybody out because nobody was able to hit anything. They all collectively just after game like five, nobody could hit a shot going forward. Yeah, so it was interesting because in the first two games, I, a t- couple things I want to touch on the injury aspect of it. I completely understand where you're going and what you mean when you say that, but it's the playoffs, like. Yeah, everybody's injured. Luca, hurt. Luca yeah. was hurt in he last just series. was out for two games. Yeah, yeah. so it's the I'm same just thing saying, I say like, it all the time. So is everybody else. The only thing I can think, like, okay, maybe all their injuries are now, like, that's so what I it heard is. a I crazy know. take. Um, it was from Pat Bev? And no. God, that dude's been getting so much airtime on ESPN lately. That is I think he annoying. called it. He didn't even act for a check. He just walked up to ESPN. Well, it's not even... You could tell he just walked up. He looked like he was a homeless guy. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Did you see his beard? Like, all out of control? Well, I was like, come on, man. Perfectly manicured. What are we doing there? Like, take a comb shaming, bro. Come on, now. Uh, I'm just saying... I love you, Brandon. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't do this. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was perfect because you're like, yeah, you just walked up there. I was like, yeah, it looks like you just walked up there. <laughs> Not camera ready at all. Let's go. I got something to say. Um, Maybe but, you should just walk up there if they're just loud people on the air. Yeah, right. <laughs> I played college football once. Uh, this is what I wanted to say. Uh, I, can talk I heard about a very booty. interesting take <laughs> that maybe... Because it doesn't make any sense. The way they played makes no sense. Best team. I, I heard a stat that from they were 70 and 20, like in the playoffs, like mm. since the playoffs have started before game five, the record for the Phoenix Suns Jeez. was 70 and 20 overall over the last two seasons. No, no, no. For the regular season going into the playoffs oh, okay, up okay, until okay. game five of this series, they were 70 and 20. Okay. And, the, like it doesn't make any sense. Like we literally named the last episode we did point guy, like talking about Chris Paul, like, yeah. and he had a, a couple of games where he was shaky. So one and two, he played well. And then three, it was kind of like, eh, and then four, we were kind of like, all right, well, we'll get it back. And then five, we were like, okay, what's going on? And the only, uh, again, I want, I say all that's around about to get to this take was that the NBA has been doing an investigation of the owner of the Phoenix Suns, Sarver, this entire season and maybe just maybe something or a lot of things came out to the team about what was going to be discussed, revealed, whatever in that mm. investigation. And maybe that's, and I heard that take and I was like, well, that's stupid. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, there's not a lot of excuses for how they could have played like this. That's interesting. Basically, they had the lack of passion, the lack of fight. Yeah, because it looked like they they literally did not show up. That's just, I, I I hadn't even given that a thought. Um, like maybe they're like fuck this racist misogynistic prick. We're not playing for him. We're not winning a championship for him. Fuck this. I, but my now, thing is, I'm aggregating something I heard, so that's probably not true. But. Oh, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, that's the only thing that can explain for every single one of their players having a bad game. They're three stars not showing up. I can see. Okay. So I can see, I can see that now we're just going on conspiracies here. I can see that, but yeah. not to the extract to extreme that it was extrapolated out to because I can see it affecting their gameplay, but I can't see them defiantly saying, fuck him. We're not going to win a chance because at the end of the day, their legacies are what's on the line. Chris Paul is going yeah, to have to right. hear it's about it. It's just a conspiracy. Yeah, I was about to exactly. say. Exactly. Like, and it doesn't make sense for Chris Paul because Chris Paul's 37. Their window's over. I'm not, the, yeah, I'm to not losing just this fashion. DeAndre Aiden's getting traded. Yeah. 
So yeah, DeAndre won't be there next year. Chris Paul's getting a little too old. So it this this was their window last year and this year. And oh, so yeah, unfortunately, window, they had a two lead in the finals. Their window is gone, gone. Yeah, it's slammed shut. It's gone. It's you, insane. You cannot lose to a team that everyone thought you were going to sweep. That only had one good player, who's only not only one, only has one transcendent player who's playing on a bum leg, and then he's going to score as many points as your entire team in the first half. Like you can't. Yeah. Like just this is the over. way it went down. I mean, Lucas signed a Jordan brand recently and he went full Jordan. Like he was a menace yeah. out there. He was a menace. He was, I just saw a video. I do hate how much he complains though. Of- every shot. Yeah. He complains too much. And kids have been telling him that, but I just saw a video reel of him hit after every shot he hit. He just started staring at the sun's bench, laughing at them. And apparently after game five, yeah, the, the, the maniacal laughter yeah. is very, and he, after game five, he was like, everybody's tough when they're up. And then since then he's been yep. on a rampage. Um, yeah. So, I you also know, do apologies, like, uh, apologies for me, by the way, because, uh, after I said they're getting swept, and I think you need to give them an apology too. Um, we kind of lamented. I believe I had that, mm, but you kind you kind of lamented. Suns, mm, not you kind of lamented Luca's um capability. You said, would he ever be able to get to that championship level? Would he put that work in the offseason? Because we were talking about whatever his offseason oh, yeah. regimen was, and I, I told you then, like, yeah, I told you then that this is a kid who was like. 14 winning Euro League championships as a starting point guard. Um, I think he has that dedication and that want to. And I thought, you know, maybe it'll take an offseason for him to get to that place, that mentality. But he turned it on here and he never turned it off. Yeah, it's very interesting because I honestly... When we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, I was like, no, you're absolutely right. Like, he's been playing with grown men since he was 14. Like, he's going to... Find I because to be honest with you, the point that I brought up was the fact that I understand that he was on these teams and stuff, but in Europe, they don't like I, I never think they take American sports because you know the NBA started in Springfield, Illinois. I never think they take those kind That's of sports. That's such an American myopic thing to say, Brennan. <laughs> I'm just saying, I never thought they took those sports that seriously. And to be fair, to my point basketball is the only one that they would take relatively serious when it comes to soccer or excuse me, football, because there's no Americanized football leagues over there anymore. There's no, I don't even know if they, do they have baseball over? I don't even know if they have baseball But the thing is, basketball has been a global that outlandish to say. You said you don't know how seriously they take it over there. The number two league in the world is over there. Well, no, that's in China, but it's no, uh, no, 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 no. As far as talent, it's in Europe. It's Euroleague. Oh, yeah, okay. Think of who came from there. I just Giannis, Jokic, uh, Goran Dragic. No, I agree with you. I'm not. I'm not saying the Paul brothers. I'm not saying they. I mean, sorry, the Gasol brothers. My went pow. I said Paul. My point is relative. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) My point is relative. Chris Paul's got a brother. Yeah, I've seen those State Farm commercials. Uh, Cliff. My point is in relativity to the AAU culture of America, where these kids are groomed and br- like uh, from a very young age. But the difference to, is, okay, this is what you're going to do. Is those kids are playing against kids. Yeah. I was saying in Europe, they're playing I just against imagine men in the locker rooms and. I know. I'm just saying. I imagine in the locker rooms in Europe, they're all like smoking cigarettes, drinking wine. Like, yeah, let's go out and play and some basketball. Bust your ass. <laughs> that's just what I see in my head. That's what I see. I don't but know why you see this. Cheers to Dallas. Phoenix goes down. I believe I had Phoenix going down. Not the you Dallas did. thing, but I definitely did not have Phoenix in the finals. So, um, got me there. Let's go. Let's keep going. All right, this is the series. I believe I had that as well. <clears throat> Boston, game seven, at home, taking down the defending champion, Bucks, who it seemed... Oh, sorry, I'm Whoa. getting the dog riled up. It seemed like during the regular season, Milwaukee was giving away a few games, and everyone's like, oh, they're trying to avoid Brooklyn. Oh, they don't really care about home court. Well, guess what? It fucking matters in the National Basketball Association. 
Boston comes back, wins game six in Milwaukee, then goes, or excuse me, then Milwaukee goes to Boston. They lose in tremendous fashion. This game wasn't close. It seemed closer than it was for Milwaukee to lose by 28. It seemed the game actually seemed a lot closer, especially because Milwaukee was leading uh, by eight points in the first quarter. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo did everything he possibly could. But at the end of the day, it was just too much. He couldn't carry the entire team against this defense. Uh, Boston going to railroad over Miami. And here we go back to the finals, baby. Joe, what'd you think? We'll talk about some of those statements in a second. Um, (laughs) Milwaukee had enough. They, they, they took as much as they could. They withstood as much as they could and they had no more to give. Um, Drew Holiday did his best. Uh, Brooke Lopez did his best, but the, that Grayson Allen, those Grayson Allen performances that we saw, those were not he was a liability on defense. Yeah, those were not repeatable. Those were not coming back. Wesley yeah. Matthews is a shell of himself for the last ten years. It feels like since he last got that, since he had first got that Achilles injury, um, and Giannis could only do so much. Giannis had twenty and twenty in this game which is absurd, almost had a triple-double. Um, and you saw it in his face and in his body language when he finally left the floor in the second half and he just sat on the bench exhausted. He's exhausted. 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 Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Series- oh, go ahead. Brooke Lopez was injured most of the year. When he came in in the first quarter when I was watching this game and hit that three, like right off rip, I was, I was like, like, oh, this is oh, over. This game's <laughs> over. I was like, oh, they're about to, I'm about to say that camp, that stuff of champions, they're about to tap into that and they're about to go off. Yeah. Um, I, like, if, um, Giannis dished it out to him in the, uh, in the, in the back corner. And I know exactly what you're talking about. And he I was went, driving and just uh, kicked uh, it back to the yeah, top of the key. Went, uh, he said, uh, I was uh, like, whoa. Um, and then Boston was like four for 30. They were missing everything. Uh, I think it was Marcus Smart and uh, God, who is Marcus Smart and Grant? No, Marcus Smart and Grant, I think, were combined four of like 42 or four of 30 something. You probably have it right there. Don't know if that's correct. Um, are you talking about for the game? Because Grant hit seven yeah. threes in the game. No, I'm saying, yeah, in like the first, I think it was the first half, like they were missing, or maybe even the first couple of quarters, they were missing everything. Only two first quarters. First, yeah, first couple of quarters, first quarter, second quarter. Uh, You said said first half, and then first couple of quarters. I said the same thing, just two different ways. (laughs) I was was trying to throw off the listeners. I I was saying more than I was. May look a little different if Middleton is there. Oh, yeah. Because Middleton's what they there, needed was Boston a defender loses. and they needed a shot maker and a shot taker, honestly. Um, and they were missing that. And it was very apparent that they were missing that. And they had to rely on championship type minutes out of Bobby Portis. And he could only give them so much at that point. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Milwaukee, man, I don't want to say their window was closed because they got Giannis. Um but they have to obviously retool and deepen up that bench um, because they need more high caliber players. You can't keep trying to get away with it with George Hill and a bunch of other names that I don't even know. So uh, they, they're yeah, going to have to retool this offseason. They're going to have to make a couple of changes. But for the most part, the Serge Ibaka thing is what killed them. But, uh, well, that's one of the things. They oh. traded away, uh, what was it, DiVincenzo? Oh, yeah, they did trade away DiVincenzo. Who, who they could have used the DiVincenzo. Yep, exactly. <laughs> they for sure could have used him. As funny DiVincenzo. as it sounds, they definitely could have used him. So, yeah, they've got Giannis. He's only uh, 27, 28. So Barely. they've got they got plenty of, plenty of time. Uh, yeah, he's 27. Uh, so... They'll be fine. I I don't think this is not as drastic a situation as Phoenix where it's like, oh, no, this is over. Like, this is done now. Yeah. I think they have, like you said, Middleton and um, Holiday and Giannis and then just kind of retool some of the role players. Because you see how important those role players are, especially in the playoffs. Like we were just talking about with Grant Williams. Grant it's Williams, like yeah. out of nowhere. You know, you can't hit a shot all day, Then, but you're just going to keep taking them. And then they start to fall. And it's, it's like, oh, shit, here we go. Threes. Yeah. And Seven that's, of 18. Insane. Um, I did want to say, because we talked about this before on uh, a few occasions, um, 
Goodbye, sweetheart. Have a great day. Listeners, I'll say goodbye to Savannah. Bye, Savannah. Bye, Savannah. Um, so we have... Uh, Dedication home. We've talked about this. Boston, on... If you just look at it on paper, the last five years, Boston seems to be better than what they really are, eye test wise. We've talked about that. You know, the three conference championships, and we're like, this doesn't like making it to the Eastern Conference Finals three times out of like four years. We're like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, they have Tatum and Brown, but the pieces aren't coming together. Then this season, the pieces all finally came together and. You would think, oh, this team's going to just steamroll people. But the problem is, like they had LeBron before when he played in the in Cleveland in the Easter Conference. Now they've got Giannis. It's like, no, you've got. Well, I mean, before we like, get this to that, massive like, thing to the overcome. pieces came together, but you got to put you got to have a good puzzle solver, a puzzle maker. And they had a rookie coach yeah. in there and it took him a while and it took the team a while to kind of all figure each other out. And then it was like once they got rolling, they kind of just. The moon. <laughs> but still, that I, I hear you say that, but once they got rolling, but still, I mean, I know I had doubts going into this game seven. Oh, like, sure, I don't for know. Sure, for sure. I'm saying they got yeah, rolling so it's as not, far as the season, but yeah, they yeah, still absolutely. had because several roadblocks ahead. They had, they the had all nets. these weird, they had dumb metrics where it was like, like greatest defense in like 20 years and you know like, the crazy they had all these thing, crazy man. metrics. You know the crazy thing? It just hit me, and you you kind of call this, and this may be what you're holding on to as we enter this next series, but we'll get to it because we got two more series to wrap up. But um, I think like at the start of the playoff, you said, yeah, there's some metric I read that said statistically Boston should win the whole thing. And I was yeah. like, get the fuck out of here. Get your math yeah, and your exactly. numbers out of my face. <laughs> All right, Mike Wilbon. Uh, <laughs> the market people. That was the thing was uh, like one of the NBA sites. Uh, whatever, I don't know if it was NBA insiders or uh, one of those metric sites had them projected to like highest probability to win the championship because of the numbers they were putting up. And I remember saying that. And even at the time, I was like, that seems unrealistic because this team at the beginning of the season, like I could not watch it, like played like dog doo doo. Yeah. And then after the new year, they kind of started putting everything together. And this is something we were saying about the coach was he was doing things like sitting players and like, wasn't taking shit. And I remember thinking this is the new NBA. You cannot do this. This is a player's league. Now you cannot do this. Well, guess what? He did it and it fucking worked. This team's a lot tougher. They've been looking for a point guard for years. Turns out he was on the team the whole time. And Marcus smart Tatum's gone to another level. Like it's insane. All, and Marcus Moore almost cost them, by the way. That game five where he yes, had every he screw up known. Was it game five or game six? It was game, yeah, game five, game five. Boston, it was game five. Six. And because he started um, doing that fucking shit again where yeah. that he used to do. And we were like, whoa, 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 whoa. We, we've, <laughs> the whole year you've gotten over this. But um, this might be the first time also we've also forgotten. This might be the first players only meeting that went well. Yeah, they, well, they, they had like six of them, so eventually they were, they went they started the, going well. They were the very early players meeting, players only meeting after Marcus Smart called out Tatum and Brown, and from then on, like they started figuring things out. So let's not knock the players only meeting from now on. But we need to move on, Brennan. I feel. Yeah, we have to. We're on a time crunch. Not necessarily the time crunch. We were just spending a lot on that game. I know. Um, now to get to my, do I get the tenth step? Tenth step? Do I get to tap dance on your grave here? Uh, yeah. I mean, I believe I had this too. But go ahead. Did you? Okay, I didn't know if you. I swore you were a Philly guy at some point. But no, I no? ripped the trade. I said Harden's old uh, and fat okay. and can't do anything right. anymore. You're not a Maury guy. I don't know why I thought you were Maury. You're not yeah. a Sloan Analytics Conference type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like okay. Embiid because he plays with a lot of heart and passion. But oh, that's it, it might have been Embiid slander against Jokic and MVP talk. Was that it? Not at all. No? You won't find me doing that. I got Jokic's bag. I've been on so many threads on Facebook and Twitter, being like, when everyone's like, "Oh, Embiid, you, you guys need to recount that MVP vote." I'm like, "Fuck off." Yeah. Uh. Well, Jokic Miami, was playing he, with nobody, and he can't jump. Played with nobody, and by the way, in their head to head. I think it was either split or Jokic won both of them. And on top of that, 
only three games worse. Only three losses. Only three extra losses. Yeah, and had a way worse team. By far worse team. Um, and didn't get to play uh, fucking the Knicks every other fucking day. Um, yeah. So Miami Heat beat the Philadelphia 76ers and beat it going into the series, suffered a facial injury. Concussion, didn't play the Fractured first couple his of orbital games, bone. had a messed up thumb. All this is for context. Um, and I was told that, you know, James Harden was a star player. I was told that Tyrese Maxey was the three of a big three. Um, and Tyrese Maxey showed up, you know, when he could, not every game. And James Harden yeah, apparently showed up. he missed the bus a couple times. Uh, James Harden missed the bus most of the time. Uh, one good game, uh, the game and beat came back game three. After that, he was pretty much pedestrian. Uh, I don't see him opting out of his contract, um, but I do not see him getting another contract, at least a contract to that magnitude. Afterwards. He's not going to get the max extension. There's no he, way. No way on God's green earth can he get that max extension after showing up for one game. Um, and a little bit of me is happy that Philly lost, even though I, I root for Miami, but like, I'm not a Miami fan. <clears throat> yeah. That's pretty much their entire fan base. They root for Miami, whoa, but whoa, no one's whoa, really a Miami whoa. fan. I won't have you do that Ow! to the fan base. I know dedicated Ow! fans. I know dedicated fans. Um, they just all happen to live like an hour away cause they're in Broward. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> I, I love the narrative that Philly can't get past the second round. All that process, process, process. They've never been out of the second round since Embiid like finally came of age and Simmons, who still has yet to play a game since last year. Um since last postseason. Let that sink in, folks. That's insane. Um so yeah, I I, I like it's funny, it makes me smile. It's the uh the biggest question. And Brendan, this is why. It doesn't make sense here, but this is why you say fuck the draft and you make the trades. It doesn't make sense because James Harden technically was a trade, but that's not the point. <laughs> they tried to build through the draft. No, they I know what you mean. They bet on Embiid. They bet on Simmons. They bet on Fultz. They hit on one, but don't forget, they also betted on Michael Carter-Williams. They also betted on Jaleel Okafor, Nerlens Noel. Like They kept trying to get these potential 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 people and in that time Miami has been to like four Eastern Conference Finals and well they've been to five Eastern Conference Finals no yeah five since the process because Eric Spolster has been to five Eastern Conference Finals I'm trying to think has the process been going on that entire duration I think it started in like 2008 didn't it no I think it got I think it started before LeBron before LeBron got to the heat. So potentially either four or five times since the process has started, the Miami heat have been to the Eastern conference finals and they're undefeated in the Eastern conference finals. They get to the championship game every time. Um, so process over results basically is what I'm going oh, title of the episode. Yeah. I think um, that Luca I, special, but I think Luca specials played out at this point. I can. Yeah. I, uh, completely agree with you. And especially almost exclusively when it comes to basketball because basketball is a Not sport. Gonna just, just going to hop over what the Rams did this final season. No, I'm saying, let me, let me finish my point. Basketball so is a the sport. Bucks the year prior. Basketball <laughs> is a sport where other than the quarterback in football um, and the Rams made it to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. So I don't, I don't want to hear that noise. <laughs> So basketball is a sport where one player uh, can. Yeah. And it's, I love basketball because one player can really take over you know, a game. I, I and love it can the way they dribble difference. up and down the court. Honestly, me personally. Yeah. You know, and some people say they should just do that. They should just dribble and not do anything else. And I keep it so fresh on the microphone. Reference to Fox news. Shouts out. Uh, <laughs> remember when that lady said, shut up and dribble. Oh, I remember baby. you weren't catching what I was doing. I was thinking basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. <laughs> oh. I did not catch that, you son of a gun. Um, but in basketball, one player has the Shout opportunity to, to take over an entire game. And also, 
it's it's it seems like it's so fickle because there's bus all the time in every sport. But basketball, it seems like one little thing. And I guess it's true in all sports now that I'm saying it, but it just seems more relevant. There's so many number one picks. And I know there are busts in every sport, but in basketball, there's so many top five picks that you just never hear from again. Well, yeah, the magnifying glass is so much bigger and the um, the turnover rate is a little quicker because yeah, I think it's a turnover rate. You could basically say next year, okay, this didn't work. We're gonna get another because they well, these guys are so the young that they're just so like low. As, as yeah, well. that's true too. But yeah, the guys so are young I, and they can end up like the funny thing we'll talk about. Well, let's just talk about it now because we got no more on the Heat Sixers. Yeah. Besides, I was right about them trading Seth Curry and Andre Drummond because they could have used depth at the center position with Embiid. Exactly what I said, and they could have. Uh, Use that shooting from Seth Curry. I completely agree with you. Yeah. But one of those people who I don't even remember if he was a top pick, but I know he was highly touted going to college was Kyle Anderson of Memphis. Um, oh, they're going to bring up Jordan Poole of Golden State. No, not even. I don't think he was a high pick. He was like in the 20 somethings. Yeah, but, but still, it's Kyle a Anderson was like had all this hype going into college and then goes to UCLA. I think he ended up doing more than one year and then got drafted somewhere, but some of those guys that were their names, they had that name cachet for a little while. They end up bouncing around and then finding themselves in smaller roles and positions and whatnot. So I would say he was a 30th pick. So kind of like Jordan Poole too, I guess like those guys who had kind of like crazy name recognition and, but they could find their way. They won't be the marquee players anymore. I mean, you could say that with Andrew Wiggins, honestly, he was a number one pick. Now he's a third, fourth option on a potential team, uh, on a potential winner. Um, the same way Harrison Barnes was a number one type of pick, and he ended up becoming like that third, fourth option on Golden State when in their initial championship run. Um, Jordan Kaminga, who's riding the bench for Golden State, was a number two overall pick. Uh, so, yeah, the best players on Golden State are all like, Outside the lottery, except like Seth, I think is like Seth and Clay are like 13, 14 or whatever. Yeah, I was gonna say they're late lottery picks. Yeah, I think Seth's like 10 for anybody <laughs> gonna kill me. I just want to uh, make sure everybody hears me when I say this. Uh, John Morant would have definitely beaten the Golden State Warriors because they're old, washed, and out of it. I believe I have this. Oh, uh, Golden State going to. <laughs> The conference championship and eventually the finals. I believe I had that. Um, you think they go to the finals? Yeah. Getting ahead of myself. This was an interesting game because yeah, we've talked about this. Getting I'm riding that Golden State Boston horse all the way to the fucking finish line. Uh, mm-hmm. This is interesting because when <laughs> when God went out in that first game and it looked like Golden State was asleep, they got blown out by 20 God. points. Boat race. Um, it was interesting because everyone was like, oh no, it's the same exact thing that happened with Phoenix. Everyone was like, don't worry about it. Veteran team with young talent. It's a team in between two eras right now. They've got Jordan Poole and those younger guys that you mentioned. Then they've got, you know, Steph, Clay and Draymond who are getting older. Steph's the only one who looks like he can still hang, but he doesn't even have his, like Draymond wants nothing to do with the offense and Clay you never know what you're going to get with him. Some nights he looks great. And then some nights it's like, Um, but Steph has not had that. Oh, here's Steph Curry game yet. So I'm sure we'll see it, but crazy thing is he's 33. Let's not forget. The crazy thing is like Steph hasn't had that. I'm Steph Curry game, but he's backdooring into like the points. But there hasn't been a, there yeah. wasn't a game in this series. I think there was like maybe one game in this series outside of the one game where they all kind of went nuts and dropped 142. Um, outside of that game, there's been like moments of like, oh, you know, he's going to hit a big shot. But there hasn't been a moment where it's like, oh, he's dominating this game. Like, oh, this game, there's no question who's like the star of this game. Like every yeah. game was like, there were games they lost and there, there was the game they lost and uh, God's not even there. And it's like, how, what, how, yeah, I'm supposed to be scared. You guys, like but you guys just lost to a bunch of like, you, you lost to the extras. You lost to the pips, yeah. the pips. He's uh to quote uh, or to make a, an old school NBA jams reference. Steph continuously is heating up. 
but he's never on fire in yeah. this playoff so far. It's Good like, point. oh, he's getting there. Here he comes. Oh, he just went one of five, and that's oh man. Yeah, so it, it's it's odd. Um, but like you said, Clay Clay is inconsistent. I mean, and that's being nice. He had yeah, one I was gonna good say game. putting it mildly. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say he had one good game. He came out for game six. Game six, Clay reinvigorated, uh, and he went bonanzas. But outside of that, I mean, Jordan Poole has been inconsistent in this run as well. They ended up, which is to be expected, because he's still a young guy. Yeah, uh, they ended up just getting to play the Grizzles without Ja for three games. Yeah, um, and that made and that's a, a ton huge of deal. Sense. Uh, the I fact mean, that they didn't dominate them when he first went out is is telling. Um, well, that that was the you mean the first game right after? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. How about say because the game that he went out in was the forty two one forty two explosion. But yeah, the no, next no, no. I mean, game, the game was right a three after. point game. The next game they lose. The next game was pretty much tight until like the final ten minutes or so when Golden State finally pulled away. But um. Yeah, Memphis, look, uh, and we all said it. You said it. You tried to talk me off the ledge. Memphis, they're a year away from being, you know, that team. Um, I thought they could have been, you know, akin to the Celtics team who Jason Tatum in his rookie year, John his third year. Um, God, remember Tatum's rookie John year? We're like, here he is. Second year. Second. No, it's his third. It's his third. He got drafted with Zion. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's third year. So, yeah, I thought it was kind of like that. You know, their first run was going to be a deep run. But, um, yeah, they need to they need to find – I don't know. I was talking with um, my guy Brian after this game, and I don't know – tell me what you think. Do you think they need to find another piece or the other pieces on the roster and they just needed a year of development? That's exactly what I think. I think it's the latter before the former. They are fine. They're in a perfect position where they are right now. They just need to continue to develop and continue to gain this experience, and they're going to be fine. The thing that kills There's me not, is... They are not one move away, I don't think, from, oh, here we are, we're over the top. I think they just need to gain the experience. Maybe go out and get a veteran that can kind of lead them the right way. The thing that kills me most, and then we can... You know, move on and get to the prediction portion of this is like, I'm just stunned that they got all, they have the bigger guys. They have all oh, Jaron Jackson by a wide margin. Brandon yeah. Clark, uh, X the X Man. I don't know his fucking name. Tillman Xavier Tillman. Uh, Stephen yeah. Adams and Stephen Adams came back from health and safety protocol a little later, but. They got all the bigger guys and they got out rebounded in just about every game. Like that's that's not going to change with like a vet. I mean, it can change with a vet, you know, teach it. Yeah, I think them, that's what you need because all but, most of those guys you named are super young. I think if you get a vet, not Stephen Stephen Adams in there, but like a vet who's going to play a lot. Well, with Stephen um, Adams, who's not back, that was good. That was a good rebound. I mean, I know, and but and we talked about him being a liability in some of these series, but they needed him in others. Uh, but I, I mean, but, more so like, um, and what what I referenced was uh, the Last Dance doc, where you had the episode with Dennis Rodman and how he talked about studying people's shooting tendencies and seeing knowing where the ball was going to be before it even got there. Like that's what they kind of got to do. Like they shouldn't be crowding the rim when they're playing the warriors. Cause it's going to be all long rebounds. It's like, yeah. it's never going to fall right under the basket. It's going to be long rebounds. Get out. And there. again, that's what, that's what the point I'm making is a veteran can come in and be like, Hey, what are you guys doing? You idiots. We got to be out here. All right. All right. All right. All right, Brendan. Time for the picks. <laughs> you kind of alluded to your pick earlier. Uh, Everybody knows sh- my picks because I've been riding this horse just since a the shooing, gosh dang just a shooing the number one team in the East. So I assume you're going with the Boston Celtics. Miami being the number one team in the East is like the Titans being the number one team in the AFC. Whoa, all right? whoa. Jimmy Butler is way better than Ryan Tannehill. At That's true. The football. I love that's <laughs> how Jimmy Buckets. We love Jimmy Butler here on this podcast, but Kyle Lowry is hurt. They, I, I got Boston. Time Lord is I hurt. Think the, I think the deep. Oh no! I, uh, I think the defense the for Boston. 
is going to overtake the lackluster offense for Miami. Jimmy Butler can't carry this whole team. He's done it. We keep saying that. It's funny. Keeps it. It's so funny, and I, I'm I'm uh, part of the problem because I didn't believe in Jimmy back even when he was in Chicago. I was like, this guy's like a good guy on a bad team, and then he goes to Minnesota. I'm like, he's the best guy on a bad team, and then he goes to Philadelphia. I'm like, he's the second best guy on a okay team, and then he goes to Miami and takes him to the championship. I'm like, it's the bubble. The next year they're good again. The next year they're the number one seed. I'm like. I think we got to start giving him his respect. He's he's a really I've really been. good player. <laughs> I love Jimmy. He can he brought I uh he's carried his team through the East this year. I mean, we got to kind of put some respect on his name. He can do this. He has been doing this. I agree with you. I just don't think they get through Boston. Um the thing They do that, have home court though. They have home court and the thing that you lamented with Boston um that I think will help Miami. I think Miami's team is far deeper than Boston's. I think they have a bunch of wing guys they can throw. Are they going to be effective? I don't know. But they have a bunch of guys they can throw at Boston defensively. Yeah, Boston has seven guys, and then Pritchard, depending on the night. Depending on the night. If they're playing at home, Pritchard's definitely coming in. Hometown favorite. You figure out why. But Miami has enough guys. I think it's because he's white, Joe. I didn't say it. You did. Miami has enough guys they can constantly throw at Tatum Brown. And uh, Horford's not going to have the type of games that he had. Uh, well, really, we said, like that. Hey, well, blah, blah, blah. we said that last series. Bam oh, he's not going to have another game like this again. Defender than fucking Brooke Lopez and company and Bobby Portis. Giannis wasn't yeah. guarding him. No, Giannis true. was on Tatum and Brown splitting his time there. Um, you got Bam in the middle. Bam is going to neutralize Al Horford. Bam, um, Call it the homer in me. Call it the Dan Lebertard fan in me. I think I'm going to go with Miami in this series. All right. Well, I believe uh, in a couple of weeks I can say I had that. And or I can Joe say be wrong again. And on to the uh, next one. You also alluded to this one being pretty much a done deal for you, Brennan. Golden State, Dallas. You think Golden State got it? Yeah. Too many shooters. Uh, too many shooters, dude. Uh, I think Golden State beats Dallas. I don't think Dallas... I have respect for Dallas, especially for Luca, for what he's done. I don't think Dallas has the horses. They shouldn't be in this position in the first place. I'll talk about that more in my walk-off. They shouldn't even be here. This is ridiculous that we're even having this conversation. I thought Golden State and Phoenix, that, again, in the walk-off. We'll get to it. Golden State wins. Man. I don't want to be prisoner of the moment, guy. But Dallas, I really like Dallas now. You've lost your mind. I, I, I didn't say I'm going to pick them. How much I didn't basketball say have we watched, Joe? I didn't say I was going to pick them. But to that point, Brendan, how much basketball have you watched? Um, I've been watching the Warriors, and they don't look like the Warriors. They look like a shell of themselves. Yeah. That Memphis team, you are if right. John Morant is there, that Memphis team... The first game in that series, Golden State could have lost. The second game, I believe they won handily. The third game, they went off. They went crazy. The fourth game, they won by three without John Morant there. The fifth game, they lost and were down by like 50 at one point. (laughs) And then the third game, they were in into the last second. And in none of those games... I usually have, when watching Golden State, I usually have that moment like, oh, they're going to turn on the Jets and it's going to become insurmountable. And it happened in the last game. But throughout that series, it didn't happen as much as I thought it would. It was tighter in a lot more places. Even in the Denver series, it was tighter longer than I thought it would be. Like, at some point, they eventually turned it on and Steph would hit two threes and it's out of range. But it's tight until the fourth quarter and I feel like... This Dallas team with Luka and Jason Kidd, they're not they're not scared. Yeah, they're definitely not scared of anybody. That's for they're sure. They're not scared. I, I'm going to pick Golden State just because, you know, I, I have no guts. You know, BYOG, bring your own guts. I have no guts today. Um, and I'm not going to make a fool of myself by going with Dallas. Um, but if Dallas does win, I, get, I can't say I believe I had that, but I can say I've uh, told you so.
I will say I told yeah, you. Yeah, so. you can. You can. All right, oh, moving NHL. on. <sighs> the NHL playoffs, my Tampa Bay Lightning win their series in a game seven, very wild fashion. But let's get to why that's important because Joe's team, the uh, Floridian Ice wow. Um, Kitty Cats, wow. Wow. wow, are going against my Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> Be the thunder. Uh, yeah. Game one's tonight, Joe. Game one is tonight. Seven o'clock start. TNT. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock Eastern. Um, I won't lie, Brennan. Going into Saturday, I was like, all right. Am I going to be a coward? Or am I going to be a dog? And I was a motherfucking coward. I wanted Toronto to win. (laughs) I wanted wanted Toronto to win, man. I, I... the Lightning, two back-to-back Stanley Cubs. They beat us in the postseason two years ago um, in the bubble season. Or was it Was it last year? No, it was last year you guys beat us in the first round because everything was configured a weird way. We had to play you guys again, even though we just played you guys a thousand times during the season. And on on Saturday morning, I was, I was terrified. I was like, you know what? Toronto... Take care of business. Make your fans happy. Win a series for the first time in God knows how long. Um, But then the Lightning won. And you know what, Brennan? I'm happy. Because if you want to beat a man, you got to beat the man. man. Um, So this means war. Lightning going for their first, uh, or excuse me, going for three-time... Stanley Cup champion since the Islanders of the 80s, 82, 84, won four in a row. Uh, so that'll be cool. First time in over 40 years. The Panthers are selling shirts that say, a little insensitive, uh, World War, no, World Rar 2. Last year was World, world Rar 1. Okay. Well, just like in U.S. fashion, we're going to be back-to-back World Roar champs. Mm, don't know about that. Uh, just so everybody's aware, uh, I got the Lightning taking this. A couple injuries uh, to note, but nothing of... Or a couple injuries lingering, but nothing to note. Um, I honestly think Kucherov and Stamkos and Point are going to dominate. I think the Panthers get busy. Series. I think the Panthers win this in five um, the extra day of rest. I've got lightning in four. <laughs> I got the Panthers in three. Um, the extra day of rest, I think. Uh, lightning in one. They're going to win by so much. The Carter, league's going to call down and be like, don't even play another game. Carter Verhage. We need to have a discussion about Carter Verhage. Carter Verhage has shown his playoff steel, his metal. Um and the, the thing that I always wondered why you guys let him go for so little. Um, he is a former player of your team. And I think he has a vendetta. He's going to be out for blood. Um, and I just think, you know, Bob has been playing well. The defenders haven't been the best, but they've been good at the critical moments. They've been great at the critical moments. And Claude Giroux. Uh, a great midseason acquisition that we acquired. Um, I, I, Panthers in one. Panthers in the first intermission, in the first quarter. God damn it! They played thirds, not quarters, but all right. What are they called? They're not pe- period. Third, Periods. first period. That's what I meant. Damn it! Damn it! Uh, should we recap some of the other games? Uh, Avs. As I want nothing to do with any of the other games because only the games I care about. I literally well, had a guy at work went to a, a Rangers game. Oh, yeah, the the Rangers game, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, you're a Rangers fan? He goes, yeah. Do you even watch hockey? You're from Florida. And I go, yeah, I'm a Lightning fan. He goes, yeah, of course you are. They won two Stanley Cups. And I was like, dude, I used to live with a roommate fucking seven years ago who made me watch every fucking game. I like, don't come at me days. like this. I used to live with someone. Uh, the Rangers and Hurricane are in the other season, and then we got the Canadian series, which it's funny because last year we had actually the Canadian series. Um, Edmonton Oilers they finally got past the Kings versus the Calgary Flames. Uh, there were a lot of game seven, five game sevens. You know who weren't in any of those, Brennan? The Panthers. Thank you. 
and Greg's abs, but who cares about them? Because um, we're East Coast bias, even though I'm in the Central. All right, moving on. All right, time to talk Major League Baseball. Joe, I am actually very interested in this first thing that you put up on the rundown because I, the Angels, we're talking the Anaheim Angels, the California Angels, the Los Angeles Angels, uh, whatever they go by now, because they've That's had a, a few name changes. <laughs> um, but I have been saying this for a few years. Now, I everybody who listens knows I'm a tertiary fan of baseball. I'm not in it, in it like Joe is with his Marlins. But every year I was kind of like, what the big fuck, man? The, the Angels Nats. always have like a super high pit. What? It's a big win over the Nats. No, oh, did you? The Angels always have a pretty high pick. They're always like making moves. They're always dumping money into people. And given it's normally people out of their prime and over the hump and stuff like big names, but they don't really have it anymore. But still, this is something that I have found curious for over a decade is how come the Angels are always garbage? And now. Finally, the angels have come back to the promised land. Yeah, that was my rock impression. The angels playing very well. Shohei Otani, Mike Trout, the whole gang is here. Go ahead, Joe. That's all I wanted to say. Oh, I had to yawn right there. Early morning sucks. Um, Yeah, they've finally put it all together. It appears Um, Shohei, his bat has woken up. He's had a little slow start. <clears throat> trout <clears throat> Trout is doing trouty and things. Um and Rendon that's the shocking thing. Rendon hasn't been playing well for most of the season. He's batting like 220. Um slugging way below where he should be. He should be a high 40s guy, a high 40s, guy, a high somewhere above 500 and over. Everything he hits should be doubles, homers, not really going to hit triples, but he's he has like a 300 OB, uh, slugging, which is it's pedestrian for somebody with his price tag. Um, but the, the key thing here is they finally got the pitching, shockingly, like unbeknownst to everybody. Yeah, that was the big thing. Uh, that was the final piece. Like they they had they had the bats. They couldn't figure out the pitching. Um and they don't have like a lights out rotation. They don't have a bunch of names that we will know. Um, but Shohei is one of those guys. And Shohei, I can't speak enough about Shohei because he's just an insane thing to marvel. Uh, but then uh, they had, uh, I think, Reed, Reed Devers, Reed De- De- Dieters, uh, Devers, Detmers, Detmers. Uh, he had a fucking. Closeout game. He had a no hitter, first no hitter of the season. Noah Syndergaard last night was standing, has been pretty spectacular. Not spectacular, but pretty okay for them. Um, also, shocked that it's so quiet for him over there. Um, I forgot he was not a Met actually until last night. Um, but yeah, th- this team, they've finally spent the money correctly and they got the right pieces and everybody's everything's clicking for them at the right time. Can this last? Will this sustain? I don't know because last week on the rundown before Brennan didn't wake up, I had the Colorado Rockies. Wow, shocker. They were like third in the in their division. Now they're last in their division behind the Arizona Diamondbacks. So it could change in one week. There's a lot of games in a week. Trust me. I know. I'm a Marlins fan. A lot of losses and then a lot of wins get <laughs> rattled off back to back, you know, as long as we keep playing the Nats. Um, but yeah, I was stunned to see the angels being consistent through the first month and beyond. And to that yeah. point, Brennan next one, Boston, after we saw what they did yeah, last year, they shocked us and whatnot. We were like, wow, you know, didn't have sale for this much time. You know, had some good pitching. Some of that pitching is left and they have, the floor has fallen out on this team. Um, they're under 500. They are. Their point differential is minus nine. They can't seem to really hit anything. Um, I, I was very confused when they signed Trevor Story because they already had a shortstop. So now they got two guys. They have a Derek Jeter, Alex Rodriguez situation going on where you got 
two shortstops and your best shortstop is probably playing third base for reasons that you really can't explain uh, or second base. Sorry in the case here. Um, so yeah, I was just a little confused. Yeah, it was, um, it's chaos right now, but we saw this with another Boston team, the Celtics where the season started and we're like, what the fuck is going on? And then they, Turned it around, so maybe the maybe the Sox can do the same thing, do it. No, you know, not a bad comp. Everton did what's name do that too? Did the Patriots start not well? Or did no. they start well? They started well. Uh Patriots, no, uh, to be honest, the Patriots didn't start great and then ended up putting it together in the middle of the season, but yeah. then they kind of faltered towards the end as well. Well <laughs> maybe it's a theme going on in Boston this year. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but Brendan, I wanted to enlighten you on a very hey, funny story. Revolutionary that- War, baby. Started as the underdog, then we came out on top, baby. <laughs> hey, shut up, okay? I want to inform you about something very funny that took place over this week. Um, the hell? I just got an email from myself. Okay. Talk about a uh, spam email. Um, so, Brendan, did you know you can lose a nail hitter? Apparently, you can. It's the sixth the walks, time it's man. ever it's happened. Walks. It's the walks. Uh, the sixth time it's ever happened. Wait, uh, it's the sixth time? That's a lot. That seems like a lot. That's, that's a lot. That's more than you would think when, you know, the other team doesn't get a hit. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's <laughs> just shocking off. Um, yeah, so in the top of the eighth, I believe it was three walks in a row and then a fielder's choice and, yeah, they, a run was scored on. What is that? I don't know what that means. Uh, you could make the play at home, but instead you just settled for the play at first. Feel this choice. So wait, that still counts as a. Yeah, because in theory, but that means somebody got a hit. Could have got mm, no, because I could have threw you out at first. Okay. Yeah, he probably didn't throw him. I probably got tagged. It. I didn't see it, so he probably. Tagged second or made an attempt at home plate, and that guy got on safely because the out wasn't registered. Where it's like, okay. in actuality, we could have just threw you out at first and called it a day. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, I got it. It's an earned run, but it's not a hit. That person wouldn't get a hit for that. Play MLB the show; you'll learn a lot about baseball. That's what I always tell people, at least. Yeah, I need to. I got. Did I tell you I got two K for my Xbox? Did you? You got the worst sports game in the history of sports games after 2011. You don't like 2K? After 2K11. After 2K12, it was kind of over for me. They got too complicated. Really? They made the game for the nerds. Yeah, it's very... It's button intensive. It's very difficult. Like you button need to intensive. Use, yeah, you need to use like the joystick to yeah. juke, but then also to shoot at the same time. Yeah, they, they got too complicated. They tried to be too cute too. It's it's terrible. Remember when um, it was A was pass, R was turbo, and B was shoot, looking, and just depended you had to on how long you held it. Hold the right trigger to do a euro step, call it a day. Oh man, I used to kill people. Um, but yeah, after 2012, it was kind of over. After the legends graced the cover, it was kind of a wrap. Um, we got covers with Anthony Davis. On. God, I'm a decade late. Uh, yeah, you're a little late, but uh, MLB the show though. I believe it's on Xbox now, so you can get into that. But um, oh, it is Series X, baby. Yeah, the Reds. The Reds lose a no hitter because they're fucking the Reds. Yeah, nine and twenty something. They're pretty fucking terrible. You'd be surprised how quick a quick yeah. game hits. Quick hit. All right, Brandon. Joe, we for real got to be quick on this one. All right, all right, all right. So, the WNBA. <laughs> um, no, a couple of nights ago, Ryan Howard, who was the first overall pick for the Atlanta Dream, helped them win with a 30-point explosion. I believe she had 33 in that game. Um, uh, sorry, I zoned out for a second. Uh, Diana Tarasi and Mercury took care of the Seattle Storm, who are off to a shaky start. Um, one of the most annoying things so far this season has been the amount of people who couldn't play because they're in health and safety protocol because the the league is forcing everybody to take commercial flights and 
now commercial flights don't have mass mandates and people end up getting in safety protocol and they don't even have COVID. They're just, you know, near somebody who had it on a plane and whatnot, which is kind of annoying. Uh, right now, the leader in the clubhouse is the Washington Mystics. Uh, Elena Deladon making her return this year uh, full time from the beginning on uh, has been great. Alicia Crow- Alicia Cloud um, has come back. No, that's Alicia Clark. Sorry. I combined her and Natasha Cloud. I'm an idiot. Uh, yeah, that so, happens. That happens. Uh, Alicia Clark has come back and she's made her presence felt. And then Vegas. Vegas, who I want to say has probably one of the best starting fives. Um, they remind me of uh, that Clipper team where outside their starting five, it's kind of going to get a little thin. It's going to get a little dicey. But boy, that starting five, if they can maximize their output is going to be effective. And I was worried about that after Liz Clark, Liz Clark, Liz Cambage. I'm messing up all the names with the C's uh, after Liz Cambage had left to go to uh, the Sparks. But um, Erica Hamby has stepped into that role and it's like a glove hand and glove fit right there. Perfect. All right. Uh, quick, quick hits. Tiger Woods coming back for the PGA Championship. My man Tiger says his leg is feeling better than it was for the Masters. Played his second uh, front nine uh, practice round today, which is exciting. Uh, We will see what happens. I honestly think that he is um, done in the sense that I don't think he's going to be like competing at the end of the weekends very much anymore, but every once in a while, he'll probably put some things together, but still it's great to see him out there. Tiger Woods is great for the game of golf and jacked as ever. My man is yoked. So that's yeah, it. That's all I wanted to say. PGA Phil, Championship. And Phil will not be there. Phil still taking a suspension sabbatical. Don't really know what's happening yeah. there. Leave of absence. Whole, uh, with the hey, do you agree with the PTI guys? Because I 100% do. The PGA was saying that if they compete in the Saudi tournament, that they'll be disqualified. And it's like, we don't have a fucking yeah, there's no union, there's union, no, union, there's um, no collective CBA, there's none. Yeah, it's a losing battle. It's it's kind of like the Not NCAA sure trying is, but to, no collective uh, bargaining agreement. Yeah, it's like the NCAA trying to swing their dick, and it's like uh, you actually don't have any governing power once you once everybody you have no legal ground to stand to get, on. Yeah, yeah, it's like you can have it's like the NFL in that way. Like, okay, you can rule, but you have no subpoena power. Like, there's limits to what you actually can enforce. So, and I don't think the PGA can because all those guys are independent contractors. So, and anything, you'll be hurting your own product because you're going to suspend them. Then they're going to be like, all right, I'll just do all 30 weeks with the Saudi tour then. Fuck off. Yeah, not only that, but they'll turn around and sue the PGA for hampering their ability to make it. Yeah. It's a mess. Anyway, Tiger's back though. And that's all we care about here on this show. Surprise, surprise, after my little diatribe earlier about no one's going to tell us how to do the walk-offs. I have a walk-off. Um, so, Joe, shut up. Joe's not even listening anymore. He's I just, am. He's, he's completely zoned out. Okay. Uh, so, I didn't write any of this down. So, Dean, you are half right. Um, I do have a walk-off, though. Uh, I was wanted to expand on what happened Uh and the Phoenix Dallas series only because no matter what happened during that series, Phoenix having the best record in basketball going into the playoffs, uh, clearly having the better players. It seemed on paper, uh, Dallas was not supposed to win that game. And the reason why I get so frustrated is because this is why we love sports, obviously, but this is also why it can be incredibly frustrating because as someone who roots for the underdog, as I wanted to see, I know Dallas is the underdog by a wide margin in this series, but Chris Paul has been an underdog his entire career. Coming in at six foot one, having to rely on other skill sets like passing and court vision and things like that because he was never the most athletic or the strongest or the biggest guy. I've always rooted for Chris Paul. That sense of like, no, fuck that. We're going to handle it. I've always really liked Chris Paul and it's over now. 
I really feel like it's going to be over for his career. He will be in the Charles Barkley camp as top five player at his position, but never won a championship, which is it's disheartening. If you read the playoff stats, they're not good as far as his exits. Uh, he's had, here we go. He's had six, was it five or six uh, up by two, five, where he's been up by uh, two, two, zero. In the series, seven of those. Is it seven? I think it was five elimination games that he's lost. Okay, so seven series. He's been up two nothing, and then gone in and lost, which is it just sucks. And I I tweeted this, but it was bears repeating because it was a pretty good fucking tweet. Uh, The Shawshank Redemption movie line that I quote all the time. It's very very fitting for this. It's you know you think that. Chris Paul is going to fight the good fight and Phoenix is going to go on a run and they're going to win just like they're supposed to. But, you know, sports isn't always a fairy tale, especially in this case. This guy's played. He's 37. This guy's played for almost two decades and is considered one of the greatest point guards to ever play in the National Basketball Association. And he gave up a two nothing series lead in the finals. And that's as close as he'll come to getting a ring. And that's disappointing. But Good for Dallas. That's awesome. Uh, just sucks for Chris Paul, man. Really sucks because it's over. This Phoenix team's going to get dismantled. Aiden's going to get traded, and it's all going to fall apart. And that fucking is bullshit because they were garbage until he got there. Then he got there, and well, no, I shouldn't say garbage, but turn them around, and then it's over. Just like that. As quickly as it started, it's over. But that's how it works in sports. Well, moving on to the press conference. And we'll bring you the press conference in its entirety. Joe, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at joedorval.com. You can find me at, whoa, what the heck was this? You can find me at joedorval.com uh, for my music or my merch or any other thing you want or need. Um, and don't forget to check out this show's Twitter at Cheering Press on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and don't forget to go to anulo.com. Uh, go to anulo.co for all the uh, things to do with the pods. Brendan, where can we find you? Perfect. At Brennan T Comedy on all social media. Brennan T Comedy.com. Check out the dates. Check out my other podcast. Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. Got guests on. We talk all sorts of crazy shenanigans. And yeah. And yeah. That's it. Uh, <laughs> any no, shows? Yeah, that's any it. Shows? Um, <laughs> oh, no. Nothing coming up. I'll be in Ohio next month, but um, that's. Yeah, that's whatever. I love that as a running joke. You're always in Ohio next month. All right, Brendan, get me out of here so I can get to work and figure out how to upload. Oh this shit, show I got Ohio. Now. Fuck, it's this week, and that's why we play the game. Hello, hello, huge shout out, Jeremiah Watkins, very funny LA comic. Got to hang out with him last night at the stand. R.I.P. to everybody affected by what happened in Buffalo and California.